हेलो स्टूडेंट्स वेलकम टू स्टडी आई क्यूज इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट दीपांश मूरजानी सो टाइटन योर बेल्ट्स इट इज टाइम फॉर द पॉडकास्ट ऑफ द डे इन द लास्ट एपिसोड वी वर डिस्कसिंग फंडामेंटल राइट्स एंड विद द गाइडेंस ऑफ सर वी कवर्ड ऑल प्रोविजन्स ऑफ आर कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन टिल कल्चरल एंड एजुकेशनल राइट्स All our new listeners can listen to our previous episodes to understand the provisions mentioned in our constitution under fundamental rights. In this episode, we are going to discuss right to constitutional remedies and there is nothing wrong in saying it is one of the most important topics for any UPSC aspirant. Sir, can you tell us if our fundamental rights are harmed or breached either by state or by any individual then what can we do does our constitution provides some provisions for this situation yes there is a law in india that provides that a person can petition the supreme court if they feel their fundamental rights are being abused and they seek those rights to be safeguarded in the supreme court this right is protected by article 32 and in the high court it is protected by article 226 it is referred to as a right to constitutional remedies additionally local courts have the authority to grant rights extensions however there is one activity covered by martial law the court martial that is immune from this privilege right to constitutional remedies the main objective of article 32 is to provide a guaranteed effective and cost effective remedy for the protection of fundamental rights the supreme court has original but not exclusive jurisdiction over implementation of fundamental rights article 32 establishes the supreme court as the protector and the insurer of fundamental rights furthermore the apex court has original jurisdiction over the power of issuing writs in simple words if the fundamental rights of an individual are being violated that person can contact supreme court directly for its remedy sir dr b r ambedkar used to call right to constitutional remedies as the heart and soul of fundamental rights so we are curious to know why did dr ambedkar call this right as the heart and soul of fundamental rights and what are the provisions which make supreme court and high courts a protector of this fundamental rights dr b r ambedkar stated during the constituent assembly debates in december 1948 that the rights conferred on the supreme court by this article could not be taken away unless the constitution was amended and thus it was one of the greatest safeguards that can be provided for the individual safety and security of their fundamental rights others in the drafting committee also said that since it gives a person the right to approach the supreme court as a remedy if fundamental rights are violated it is a right fundamental to all the fundamental rights guaranteed under the constitution to understand this we need to understand about writs a concept of writ a writ can be defined as a written order which is issued by a court of higher authority it is granted to a lower level court or to an individual in the event of a breach of citizens basic rights 
a writ petition is generally filed in case of violation of fundamental rights or injustice served to an any individual or aggrieved sir students often get confused while studying different kinds of writs so can you explain in simple words the different kinds of writs that is mentioned in our constitution article 32 and article 226 of the indian constitution provide two separate but parallel provisions regarding the writ jurisdiction with the supreme court and high court respectively there are five types of writ petitions first writ of habeas corpus second writ of mandamus third writ of prohibition fourth writ of certiorari and fifth writ of quo warranto now in this series we will first look at first writ which is writ of habeas corpus it is considered the most crucial writ for personal liberty habeas corpus literally means let us have the body a person can move to the court for the issue of this writ when a get arrested this writ gives power to court when your arrest is illegal and in this case court will decide that your detention arrest is illegal through any authority of police or individual habeas corpus assures that those who have been detained are not held in unjustified custody the second writ is writ of mandamus mandamus is a latin origin word and it means we command it is a order from a superior court to a lower law authority or public authority to perform an act which falls within its duty it is issued to secure the performance of public duties as well as to enforce private rights held by the public authorities the next writ is writ of prohibition in the writ of mandamus it can be basically summed up as a writ issued to a public official to do a duty that he has failed to do so far the next writ is writ of prohibition this writ means to forbid or to deny and it is popularly known as a stay order this writ is issued in case when a lower court or a body makes effort to transgress the limits of powers vested in it the supreme court issues such a writ to forbid a lower court or tribunal to perform an act that is outside its jurisdiction the next writ is writ of certiorari certiorari means to be certified the supreme court holds the authority to issue the writ of certiorari to a lower court or tribunal to transfer the matter of concern to it or some other superior authority of critical consideration the supreme court issues a writ of certiorari to overturn an order that has already been made by a lower court sir please explain to us the difference between the writ of prohibition and the writ of certiorari while the writ of prohibition is available during the pendency of proceedings or during the proceedings the writ of certiorari can be restored to only after the order or the decision has been announced both the writs are issued against legal bodies now we will understand the writ of quo warranto the quo warranto in letter means by what authority it is issued in order to investigate the legality of a claim by a person or an individual that is not entitled to act in a public office 
द क्यो वॉरंटो लेटर इज अ फॉर्म ऑफ जुडिशियल कंट्रोल दैट एग्जामाइंस द एक्शंस ऑफ द एडमिनिस्ट्रेटिव एजेंसी दैट हैज हायर द पर्सन सर वाइल स्टडिंग राइट टू कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल रेमिडीज अ यूपीएससी एस्पिरेंट हैज टू गो थ्रू ऑल द इम्पॉर्टेंट जजमेंट्स व्हिच आर बेसिकली इंटरप्रिटेशंस ऑफ सुप्रीम कोर्ट सो कैन यू एक्सप्लेन टू अस इन सिंपल वर्ड्स एज टू व्हाट सुप्रीम कोर्ट सेज व्हेन इट कम्स टू प्रोटेक्शन ऑफ सिटीजन्स फंडामेंटल राइट्स अंडर राइट टू कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल रेमिडीज देर आर सम इम्पॉर्टेंट जजमेंट्स रिलेटेड टू आर्टिकल थर्टी and supreme court have time and again been inconsistent with its position regarding article 32 why we are saying this it is because in some cases supreme court have asked the petitioner to go to high court directly rather than come to supreme court directly in the case of journalist siddiqui kappan case the court asked why the petitioners could not go to high court and waits response from the center and the up government nagpur based man defamatory case the same bench directed him to approach high court first while in arnab goswami case the court had said that the right to approach the supreme court under article 32 is itself a fundamental right it is also observed that there is no doubt that if a citizen of india is deterred in any case for approaching this court that means supreme court in exercising of his right under article 32 it would amount to a serious and direct interference in the administration of justice in the country so we can understand that supreme court have time and again said that you can approach the high court first and then you can come to the supreme court later however in some cases supreme court have stated that you can approach the supreme court directly and approaching the supreme court directly is your fundamental right sir as you had mentioned earlier that the supreme court and the high court can protect citizens fundamental rights both supreme court and high court have the power to issue writs but can you elucidate on the differences and similarities between article 32 and article 226 There are few similarities between Article 32 and Article 226. Both Article 32 and 226 is invoked for the enforcement of fundamental rights. Both the Supreme Court and High Court has the power to issue writs. However, there are few differences between Article 32 and Article 226. Article 32 is invoked for the enforcement of fundamental rights only. whereas article 226 is invoked not only for enforcement of fundamental right hence we can say that the power of high court under article 226 is wider than the power of supreme court under article 32 power to issue writs under article 32 is mandatory for supreme court whereas high court has discretionary powers to issue writs under article 226 hence we can say that the constitutional remedies provided to the citizens are the powerful orders with immediate effect and the writs are mostly invoked against the state and are issued when pils are filed the writ jurisdiction which are conferred by the constitution though have prerogative powers and are discretionary in nature and yet they are unbounded in its limits 
the discretion however is exercised on legal principles sir after your explanations we can say that fundamental rights provided by our constitution remain protected in every situation through judiciary dear listeners it is time to wrap up this episode of the podcast in the next episode we will be back with another issue of fundamental rights till then keep studying and stay connected with study iq you can listen to study iq presents the podcast on various audio streaming platforms such as spotify hubhopper google podcast apple podcast cuckoo fm etc links are pinned in the comment section below thank you